The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Cover story. Cover a story or attain that coveted story. Get it? That is exactly what you want. Quoted as the expert, the story, headline, the spin. Every week, join us to talk about all things important to relating to the public. Your public. Craft your image. Promote your products. Create expert status. Become the buzz. Join us with the pros. PR 101. Crisis management. Media blitzing. It's all here on Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. Hello, everyone. This is Brandy Shapiro-Babin of WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome to this extremely uh, exciting edition of Cover Story. And I'm so thrilled uh, that I have my co-host here, Gian Wei. Welcome, Gian. Thanks. It's wonderful to be here, Brandy. Okay, so... How am I talking to you? You're supposed to be a frozen popsicle right now. No, I, I got out. I split out. Uh, last Thursday, I, I flew out to California to see some people and uh, headed up here to, uh, to upstate Washington, where, the, uh, where our development team is. So I got out of Dodge, and uh, I'm missing all the snow. So, Oh, my God. It's crazy, wood. right? <laughs> They've closed down Dulles Airport. I feel horrible because there were so, uh, several conferences going on in town that they've, it's like they've had to cancel and refund everybody it's amazing it's like a state of emergency in dc like i'm watching all the pictures coming through facebook and things like that and i mean it's just it's just incredible i've never seen anything like this and i was born and raised in dc so right but you guys are like incredible thankful you're down in florida uh you know what there are many many things i'm grateful for but i think this is number one right now God. So smart boys, that's why you're my partner. Smart man, getting out, <laughs> getting out of touch. Or cowardly. More no, like it. smart, right? Okay. Like, there's I'll no reason it. for us to put you in harm's way. You're too precious. Thanks. <laughs> you go. So, um, we our guest today is actually uh, making some waves in, uh, in in the social media marketplace um, with PR companies and brands. It's uh, Jason Kitzler, who is the founder and CEO of Pitch Engine, which is a new social platform that enables PR to effectively package stories featuring social content to better collaborate with journalists, bloggers, and influencers worldwide. That would be us. Um, you know, he speaks about branding, public relations, and social media corporate event conferences, trade shows, and other venues. And he blogs at the New Media Cowboy and on the Pitch Engine social, uh, the Pitch Engine Network, a social community he created to cultivate ideas and help PR meet social media. In creating Pitch Engine, Jason is helping to evolve public relations as a whole, bringing authenticity and engagement to PR through the integration of social media content. By utilizing the Pitch Engine social media release, brands are not only engaging media contacts the traditional way, but also consumers. He's fostering a new approach to a century-old craft. Welcome, Jason. Thanks. Thanks, Brandy. That's quite the, uh, that's quite the bio, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no, we're we're excited to have you. So you're a cowboy. A little bit. I, I live in Wyoming, and that's actually the international headquarters of Pitch Engine. We're in the we're in the heart of Wyoming, cowboy country. 
Wow. So do you have like a big parking lot where everyone pulls their, their, their horses up to? <laughs> a little bit. Uh, you know, I, I, you can't go anywhere in Wyoming without seeing horses or, or big pickup trucks. And, and then that's, that's kind of what our parking lot looks like. <laughs> there you go. That's great. So, so talk to us with you, like about your background in in PR. Yeah, my my background, um, you know, started in college, uh, uh, in in media, and I was in, you know, I was really involved in newspaper, pretty heavy, and and I loved being on the sort of journalism side of of media, and uh, I became a news anchor uh, during college, and 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 for about seven years out of college, I was a news anchor for a CBS affiliate in uh, Billings, Montana, and I, I reported all over Montana and, and uh, did some, some stuff at the Capitol Bureau there, and really, really enjoyed journalism, and then had the opportunity to uh, get into the PR side, um, and I really wanted to stay in the region, stay in the kind of the Rocky Mountain West, and so I decided to make the switch over to uh, marketing and PR, and uh, went to work for an outdoor brand, started doing PR, and did PR for about seven years and brand management and that's really where I kind of got some experience got my feet wet in both industries let me ask you about that transition uh, is that sort of like from a journalistic perspective to go over to the other side of the fence in, in PR is that sort of like uh, you know Anakin Skywalker going to the dark side to draw an analogy, no, I mean, you know, is, it, it, is, is there, was there like, any stigma? Uh, was that a hard move? I'm just kind of curious about that. I'll, I'll you know, I think it's, I think it's a great question. I think in a lot of cases, it's, uh, it's like going from a job at, uh, you know, it's like going from not having a job to winning American Idol, um, <laughs> because uh, to be honest, the pay scale and and the, the media industry is pretty tough. It's a pretty tough deal to be in. And, uh, you know, when you're in TV, it's all based on market size. So until you can get to a Chicago or a New York or, you know, a, a giant market-sized TV station, you're not going to make a lot of money. And uh, so, so that's, the, that's the harsh reality of media. And, um, you know, it's something you, you think about all the time when you're in PR. And, and when you start to really, you know, I think some of the best uh, PR pros, um, you know, whether that's an in-house person or at an agency, the best people can relate to journalists and provide them things to make their, their jobs easier, provide them resources, make it easy, um, make it easy on the newspaper or the, you know, whatever the media outlet is. Um, that's where you're really going to make some hay. So I think, you know, for me, the transition was, uh, was a good one. And, and having those, that, that skill set was really, uh, beneficial to journalists that I worked with. And so how did you go then from, you know, transitioning into PR slash marketing into kind of this online slash social media focus? Yeah, well, it's, it, uh, I, I saw a lot of holes, you know, between, in the communication between uh, journalists and, and PR pros. And, and I just saw, you know, we were still, and a lot, this still happens today, but a lot of people, you know, companies were still sharing press releases for one, uh, printed press releases or whether they were a Word document or whatever, they'd send an attachment. And you'd send that attached attach press release to a journalist, and then they'd turn around and say, well, we need, we need to have some images, some high-resolution images so we can print them. So then, then the PR pro would turn around and say, okay, so how can I get these images to this person? Well, I can 
burn them on a CD and I could send a CD to them and, and, uh, or, or I can try to send it as an email attachment, but you know, maybe they can't receive email files that big and will it crash the server or whatever. Oh, wait, we have an FTP site now, so let me send them passwords and all this stuff. And it was just a, a, a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was just really an antiquated process. So, um, so really, the way Pitch Engine, you know, sort of in its, in, in its inception um, was to be able to share those assets and put, package all that content and share it as a link. And uh, really, that's where I saw the opportunity to, to create something that, that could be useful to both parties in media relations. Okay, so so let's. I mean, so what do you think? I mean, from from like a meets standpoint, you know, every, everyone's jumping on the social media back, you know, the the social media bandwagon, and right, yeah. you know, it, it's it's the yeah. newest shiny object. You know, I mean, I, I I Twitter, we have Facebook, and you know, LinkedIn, and all of that good stuff. From because I understand you now have had. Wait, hold on, let me look at my cheat sheet here. Um, you know, what you had 350, let's see, da, 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 17,000 brands have created thousands of releases since October 2008, and there were more than 350,000 visits to Pitch Engine in May 2009. Okay, and you've got a 67% retention rate, which is great. So from a, from a research standpoint, what is some of the most salient points that you offer that, that is really making people's lives easier, both from like the PR professional as well as, um, you know, the, the various um, media outlets that they're trying to reach, you know, whether it's traditional or non-traditional. And like, right. what, what, gives, what gives people the biggest lift in a way they've never seen before? Well, I think to, to be honest and, and not to, you know, you know, the brands that come on to Pitch Engine typically find us because they're engaged in social media. We don't do traditional advertising. You don't see our, our links, you know, uh, our ads posted all over the web. Um, people find us because they're engaged in social media. They have, you know, um, a network of people that they share information and, and learn about cool PR tools or what's next, right? So so we already sort of have a, a an, I don't know if you want to call it an early adopter type user, mm-hmm. but we have people that get it, that get it, that understand social media. So, so that's the first step. And, and when those people come to our site, they understand finally that they can load any kind of content and it's not about top-down distribution. And that's the biggest misconception about it all. Everyone says they have a social media release or a, uh, some social media version of a press release. And we frankly don't believe that the press release is social at all. It, it is not a social piece of content. It's AP format, which is not the way we, uh, you know, we share information. We don't text each other in AP format. We don't leave voicemails in AP format. It was a thing that was built for a hundred years ago, and it was pretty much technology then. You know, it was plug and play. You could plug it into a newspaper, and it would work great. But uh, we don't all read newspapers anymore. So I think that's the biggest component that, that people come there and they they see that to, to engage in social media, you have to create social content, and we enable them to do that. Okay, so let's do this. Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to delve deeper into, you know, truly, I think, let, let's create a definition so people understand, like your definition of a social media release, and uh, dig deeper on this very important topic. This is Brandy Shapiro, Babin, and Gian Wei. We'll be right back with Cover Story. Sit tight and don't move. Cover Story. We'll be back after this short break. 
Report. So you're telling me your affiliate program on the local Pages Affiliate Network is performing as well as your handicap? Absolutely. Thanks to their top-tier XML feed, I'm able to monetize all of my traffic. They handle all of my volume to anywhere in the world. Plus, I also get high cost per click and the most exclusive of advertisers to work with. You should join the club. Sounds good. I can't wait to join. But first, let's work on that tee shot. Use the power of local pages with over 5 billion searches per month and the largest database of paid search listings. Let Local Pages Affiliate Network personalize your account and give you the search tools and solutions you need. Become a Local Pages Affiliate today with LocalPages.com. Public relations professionals understand the importance of branding. Invest in your next ad campaign with one of the premier branding innovators broadcasting on air and on demand to the internet business world. WebmasterRadio.fm. Let our team customize your branding to target public relations professionals that access our public relations channel every day. Contact sales at WebmasterRadio.fm for a consultation today. This is a test of the PR Web content and news delivery system from PR Web and PRWebAuthor.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists, 250,000 RSS subscribers, and just over 30,000 unique websites. PR Web can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24-7 to help you optimize your content for mass maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR web release date, your website would have so much traffic, you'd be tempted to duck and cover. If you have an online marketing emergency, go to prwebauthor.com for 25% off. PR Web, the premier online release news and content distribution service. Ready to learn to be a mass marketing mastermind? Take some notes from the godfathers of mass distribution. Inbox, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Cover Story, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. Hi there, uh, this is Jian Wei, co-host of Cover Story. I'm joined here by Brandy Shapiro. Uh, and we're talking today with Jason Kinsler, founder and CEO of Pitch Engine. And so before we left, uh, we had a little bit of a conversation uh, on a word you hear a lot these days, I think, in PR, which is uh, the social media release. It's thing I think we've been talking about now for a couple of years, and uh, it's kind of evolved over time, and it's, and it's taken on a lot of different connotation and subtext. Uh, but I want to throw it over to you, Jason. I want to hear, in your words, what exactly the, the social media release is about. Well, I think that's, uh, I think it's great to define because, you know, our definition's always been different. And as we talked about earlier, you know, I created Pitch Engine with a certain intention, and that was to share, you know, PR assets and, and, and for the media relations process. But in doing so, you get to a certain point where you're like, okay, we've packaged all this content, we have a link, and we need to share that. And when you get into sharing, there's lots of ways to do that, right? And social media lends itself very well to that. So we started looking at ways to do it. Um, a lot of people say, well, you, you looked at what Todd Deffern did, and you made a, an application that would do that. Well, we, we actually didn't do that. It was We sort of backed into social media that way. The name, though, made a lot of sense to us. You know, it was, it was a social media release, and the idea was to make it social. And I think Todd's, Todd's version of, the, of that was, was very um, forward-thinking and, and, and had a lot of... Uh, you know, a lot of content that maybe isn't necessary today 
or or maybe had some content that that a lot of people couldn't grasp and and um but it was a great idea um just hard to execute so so for for us you know my definition of social media release is is really creating a social pitch and and i think that um we don't need to, to use necessarily AP format. I don't think it's a traditional press release in any sense. And, and that's really been my take. And we, we try to steer people to creating content for, for a particular audience. And, and uh, a press release, you know, anymore is a lot about creating content that our CEO wants to read. You know, it's a lot of marketing speak. And so we see the social media release as, as your interaction with your audience, which might be consumers. It might be journalists, it might be bloggers or investors, um, any kind of influencer that, that your brand has. It's kind of interesting to me because it sounds like this is intended to be a facilitator of conversations. Um, you know, you made the distinction of who, which audience are you writing for and in which space are, are they communicating in and like a, a standard traditional press release is written for the executive and you know it's it's kind of full of, of uh, spin and, and corporate jargon but my question is if we're talking about facilitating conversations in the social space why would we need a tool for that as opposed to just going into like Facebook or going into Twitter or blogging um, what I guess what what makes pitch engine something that can facilitate a conversation that couldn't otherwise occur in any of these other social spaces? Yeah, I think that's a great that's a great question. Um, you know what what happens with a lot of brands, and I'll use this. Um, there's a, there's a company that's one of our case studies on our site it's called Jackson Kayak. It's a small kayak manufacturer. They're out of Sparta, Tennessee, and I first learned about them because uh, the San Francisco Chronicle did a story on on how they utilize pitch engine for sales. Right, so how this works is, you know, here's here's a small kayak company. They've got a they've got a great Twitter network. You know, maybe they have a couple thousand people on Twitter that follow them, and they may tweet about um, you know river conservation projects or action sports or, or pretty broad topics that surround kayaking, right? So then they have a Facebook page, and their Facebook fan page might be more specific to their brand. You know, what they're doing this weekend, their team building stuff, their their new projects. Some pictures of their facilities and their new their new products, um, and then then they had a YouTube channel. They have a YouTube channel with great content, um, you know, some great action kayaking videos and all those things. Okay. What the social media what the social media release enables them to do is they could come to Pitch Engine, and they could put context around an announcement. So they've got great videos on YouTube, but where do I get the thing? How much does it cost? Why is it cool? What's the backstory behind this kayak? I mean, I see the cool video, and it's, it can go viral, and people can share it, and that's great. But how does that drive sales? So what they did is they created a social media release, and then they shared it with those networks, right? And those networks are all very different. As you know, your Facebook fans on your Facebook fan page are different than your Twitter followers. They're mm-hmm. following for different reasons. Mm-hmm. So by packaging up your content around an announcement, they, their particular announcement was they came out with a two-person $1,600 kayak <clears throat> that they wanted to sell. Their goal was to sell, I think, 300 uh, in 2009. And so they created a social media release, packaged in all the details, provided some links to it, and then they shared it. They shared it through Facebook, shared it to Twitter, shared it with their followers, you know, um, and they, they probably only shared it to, let's say, a, a grand total of, you know, 1,500 people or 2,000 people, whatever those networks consisted of. But they ended up getting 7,000 views on their release because they're, they're reaching their target audience, whitewater kayak enthusiasts, 
They're not just renting an audience from uh, a you know a, a outdoor magazine, for example. Right. They're reaching their target audience, and those people are all sharing that content. So they ended up selling 217 kayaks in a month. And, you know, here they were thinking, wow, this is the way to do this. So I, I have a question, and, and maybe I'm confused for a moment. So if I put together, like, let's use the kayak people. They put this in, right? And I, and I love the concept. You can have the video, you know, anything, because I think different people, you know, some people need to read it. Some people need to play with it. Some people, you know, video. Every, it, <laughs> yeah. Right? So different things are going to engage different types of people. So the more information you can put out there in an easy consumable way is terrific. But when they um, when they release the social um, the social release, were you giving them the um, the distribution points that were specific to their audience or did they already No, in fact. Yeah, and, and that's that's the biggest um, that's the biggest thing. It they are sharing with their networks those brands are engaging in social media on their own terms. They know how to speak to their audience. So when they go and share that content, it's in a far more authentic way than us saying, follow the, the, the pitch engine uh, outdoor category on Twitter. Because that's just not going to, you're not going to engage people that care about buying your kayaks. And in the end, it's about driving sales, not eyeballs to your press release. No, no, which I think keep it, keeping it relevant and keeping it fresh is really important. But what about, do you ever find, okay, so your sir, is your service better suited for people who are truly savvy in social media? They've built up these various channels and what they're trying to do is feed these channels with really good content that's going to resonate with them? Yeah, you know, I think, it, I, think it's, uh, I think it's twofold. I think it's actually suited for a lot of people. We have a lot of brands that come on that don't engage in social media yet at all. But they build some content. Now they have something that they can take and, and share with their Twitter followers that they feel comfortable with. It's something that now we have some content that we've worked really hard to provide some extra content that's not trying to drive people to our website. People have this fear still of just going to people's websites. And, uh, you know, it used to be about you were trying to drive traffic to your website when now it's about going to where people are. We want to take our message where pe- those people are and share it with them there. And, it, and a lot of times, you know, we're, we're, you know, I know as an individual on Facebook, I'm more apt to fan a brand on Facebook and kind of have that in my terms and share, mm-hmm. they can share their news in my terms than I would be to go to their website all the time or try to be driven to their website or even get emails from that brand. I'm more comfortable seeing their news come across my Facebook stream. So it's a little bit of that mentality. So you know, those brands will, will start to use it for that. A lot of brands won't even use it for the social media aspects at all. They'll use it because they can, you know, embed a newsroom on their site and have their content posted to their site automatically. So they kind of eliminate that headache. So there's, there's kind of a lot of uh, different demographics for the users we have currently. That's awesome. Now, what about someone that stumbles upon you guys and says, oh, my God, you know, I, I want to do a social media release. I really, you know but they don't understand how to have a conversation with their various publics. Like, do you guys, like, do you, is there any sort of, like, do you hold their hands and help them create that strategy? Or do you say, like, hey, go back to the drawing board and when you get your stuff together, come back and see us? <laughs> you know, right now, we've, we've tried to keep it pretty open. I knew going into this that it was going to be, a, the biggest challenge is going to be education. And, and it's really been. And, 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 you know, folks like yourself, 
that, that really go out and educate people on a weekly basis or whatever. Uh, some of the conferences that are out there are so beneficial to PR pros. Um, you know, I, I was at PRSA. We exhibited for the first year, first time this this time at at PRSA, and it was such a great thing to uh, to see this year that they were asking the right questions. People were starting to ask the right questions. They weren't just sort of fooled by the word social media. Um, they understood what it was, and they wanted to figure out how they could engage there. And um, you know, so I, I just think I just think that, that people are getting a little bit more savvy to what it means. Um, we don't offer it. We don't try to hold their hand. So when we built it, we made it so that you could post a, a traditional press release and, and, and get the feel for the tool. And I think as we grow as a company, you're going to see us narrow that focus more and more as people, you know, that sort of education, that sort of learning curve uh, declined a little bit. Yeah, and I mean, I'm very much a believer, you know, we, we, we were looking at a study the other day about, you know, there's a ton of, it's unfortunate, newspapers have shut down, a lot of affiliates, whether, you, you know, TV stations have, you know, consolidated, so there's less staffers, so to speak, you know, from a story perspective, you know, to, to work, so if you can um, make someone's life easier, give them the full story, and, you know, with the pictures and the B-roll or, you know, wh whatever kind of, you know, media outlet it is, it make it does make their life easier. You make someone's life easier, they're more apt to adopt your story as long as it's a, it's a story that's newsworthy. So when we come back, um, let's get a little into, uh, let's, let's talk numbers, a little data. We're all about data. So let's do this. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back with our featured guest, Jason Kinsler, the founder and CEO of Pitch Engine, and of course, my Jian Wei. Sit tight and don't move. Cover Story. We'll be back after this short break. Anyway, I ask. That's right, ma'am. Anyway, you ask. Let me get this straight. If I wanted your CEO to deliver my check while juggling flaming machetes on the back of an Asian elephant, all I have to do is ask? Correct. With in-demand affiliates, you can tell us exactly how you want your payouts, and we will deliver. God, uh, could you hold on for a second? Someone's at the door. <coughs> wow, you weren't kidding. We are in demand. You can be too. Sign up today at the letter ndemandaffiliates.com. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Charles, come on up and tell us about the great ROI we're getting from RevenueWire. Thank you. Since I signed up with RevenueWire, conversions have increased dramatically. RevenueWire has an integrated shopping cart called SafeCart that offers highly accurate sales tracking, boosting our conversions through the roof. And now that they've added multiple international currencies to SafeCart, we're looking forward to seeing significant increases in our overseas sales of PC utility software from LavaSoft, PC Tools, Pareto Logic, and Avonquist. With up to 75% commission, real-time sales tracking, free in-depth sales analytics and reporting tools, campaign optimization resources, and now weekly payments for top-performing affiliates, our sales are climbing higher and higher, thanks to RevenueWire. Find out more at RevenueWire.com. Affiliate Wire. 
Thursdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Cover Story, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host. Welcome, everybody, back to Cover Story. I'm your co-host, Jian Wei, from Pure Web. Uh, and I'm joined by the lovely Brandy Shapiro, as well as Jason Kinsler from Pitch Engine. Uh, so, Jason, in the last segment, we talked a little bit about uh, or what sounded like a fantastic case study of uh, someone using Pitch Engine. And I've heard a lot of these stories, and we actually share a lot of our own case studies. Um, you know, we, we go and we pick out, like, the best stories that we find, and we talk about the, the traffic that's driven, and we talk about the sales that are earned, and et cetera, et cetera. But what I think is missing, and uh, this, isn't, this isn't an indictment on the social media release, um, but rather I, I, what I think is an opportunity to, to go out and do some more industry-wide research. Like, I hear a lot of stories. I think what I'm interested in is more of a, you know, the, like a, a, a Ross Middleburg type approach to whether or not this actually is something that consistently performs and whether it's something that journalists and bloggers as recipients and maybe even consumers as recipients are, are really interested in. I'm still trying to, to kind of rationalize uh, uh, whether there's anything that really validates this beyond individual stories. And I wanted to get your perspective on that. Um, you, you know, I think, um, to, to be quite honest, you know, for me, it's always been about the, the tools and about the platform. Um, I don't believe, you know, I, I, I travel a lot throughout the year and speak on this particular topic. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it's, it, to me, it's, it's about the metrics. And just like advertising has been about, uh, surely, for the most part, impressions, um, I, I just believe that's the big difference. I think the traditional wires have relied on distribution on top-down distribution as sort of that model and I think that it's gonna it's going to take a while to get PR pros and to get people to look at a different metric and what that metric is I don't think that's been ironed out yet so what we've really tried to focus on is providing the tools to make their lives easier to make their content better um, and let them let them dictate how it works if they can share it with their contacts and cultivate their contacts correctly you know that that's kind of our consumer um, is what is kind of where we come from. Hey, so I've got two quick questions for you, Jason. Well said. Um, one is, how do you help the you know the, the, the people that are that are doing business with you write better content? Um, you know, I guess the short answer to that right now is we don't. Um, you know, it, it's up to you to create good content, and, and just like in, just like any any service, when you go to post a press release, um, you know, there, there's sites you can go to and use to uh, give you tips. Mm-hmm. You can vet that content. I think I think Newsvetter does a great job of that. Um, to to kind of ask yourself the right questions as you put together a press release. Uh-huh. But let's face it, a, a, a lot of press releases that you read are not very well written, at least not well written for their audience. They're written in a, in a certain style, in a certain template that is used over and over and over again. And I just don't think even journalists, they're, they're news consumers just like the rest of us. Um, I don't think they find that compelling. Right. No, no, I agree with you. And then let me ask you a question. When you, and, and this is just me not understanding, because I, I haven't, and I'm being very honest with you, but I'm going to try uh, the service. Um, do you, like if I'm uploading 
and I and I'm just if I'm distributing through you and I'm distributing to my contacts, do you now have yeah. access to my contacts? No, no, it's all they they've all they all share it directly through their social networks. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, we don't even manage the emailing process. If if someone wants to. Uh, you know, email it to their list of contacts. They just take that release, they email it to themselves, and then they share it with their contacts. That way we're not involved in that process. We're not, you know, sort of spamming, if you will, um, a, a list of, of contacts and those things. You know, we just want to provide the tools. You know, a lot of people try to compare us to, to services that already exist. And in a lot of ways, I say we're, we're, the, we're the Microsoft Word component of what public relations pros would start out doing. They would they would go and they would build a press release in Word. Well, we want them to come to Pitch Engine to start that process. Okay. All right. Very well said. As a matter of fact, Bill Gates was just in my back by uh, my backyard a couple of days ago, <laughs> <laughs> holding up traffic. Well, I hope it was for a barbecue, right? The Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> the Super Bowl. I had a poor friend trying to fly into a, to Fort Lauderdale executive, and we had to keep circling because you know Bill Gates. Go, oh my God! No one can come within you know fourteen miles of him from an airspace perspective. Um, God, okay, this, this is very interesting. You know, Jason, thank you um, so much for your contribution to the radio show today. We definitely want to follow along yeah, with, for having me. you know, with your progress. I, I think that, you know, especially when it comes to social media, I think that um, it's so important for people to engage in social media, but to understand all the various, you know, what it is that you're trying to achieve from social media. You know, are you, are you trying to utilize social media as a focus group? Are you trying to get people to evangelize you? Are you right? And being able to right. to look at the core subsets in a very granular way so that you can engage them and, and, you know, be authentic and transparent and all of the, the, you know, all of that, but really help you to meet and exceed whatever your business goals are. So it's great to see companies that are, you know, that are being forward, uh, you know, forward thinking. So before we get off, Gian, did you have any last questions for Jason? Uh, I did, actually. And uh, I guess my last question was really, Jason, I'm wondering... Would you say Pitch Engine is for, is it for the PR person who's trying to construct a new way, uh, a new form of a, of a release, or is it for the journalist or blogger um, on the consumption side who really wants to find a new way to, to receive that information? Today, you know, the, the quick answer, today is uh, it is for PR pros, you know, not, not pros necessarily, but PR anybody. Anybody that's got something to pitch, uh, but tomorrow it will be about both. It will definitely be a tool for journalists and bloggers, and, and we'll have forthcoming news about that. So, little teaser. Great. All right, super. Jason, once again, thank you so much for joining us today. For those of you uh, that are interested, go check out Pitch Engine. It's pitchengine.com. You can also uh, hang out and, and read Jason's um, blog and participate in Jason's blog at... I have it right here in front of me. I swear to God, I do. We're, oh, <laughs> New Media Cowboy. So so, so bring your Stetson and uh, go participate over in Jason's blog. And uh, we, of course, Jason, we'll need to have you back in the near future. That's great. Thanks a lot, and I appreciate it. That's terrific. We're glad you were here. So, Gian. Gian. So, Brandy. You and me, baby. <laughs> it, it's a new year. It it's good. It's good. So, like, I yeah. want to. We need to do this more often together. 
Yeah, I know. I know. I I got some of the invitations early on, and uh, it was January was a little crazy. Xi'an? I'm out here right now. We're, like, structuring what we're going to do in Q1 and Q2. Xi'an? Huh? We're still uh-huh. on the air. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, you know, I have to say for those of you who have never seen Xi'an in person, um, you know, and, and I think they could tell from Xi'an on, on the radio, you know, one of the most poised, professional, always in control people. So that, for me, who tends to stumble on her words uh, and stutter, um, was inspired. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was just trying to make a pact on, you know, live on here that I get to spend more time with you in our radio shows because I find it so inspirational. All of the, you know, the great questions and forethought, and you know, that you bring to to the radio show, and this is helping people, you know, um, build and grow their businesses and keep their jobs. Wow. Well, listen, I, I'm just happy that this is this is the conversational media we're in. Mm-hmm. Webmaster Radio is at the cutting edge, and you know. We're so conversational that we just have our off-air conversations on the air. You know what? We're transparent, aren't we? <laughs> That's right. That's what it's all about. We're real. <laughs> and and we need you to know that on-air, off-air, what you see is what you get. And if you haven't seen Gian, he's one good-looking guy. <laughs> I'm officially embarrassed. Good. I'm glad. All right. I love it. Now, 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 Gian's blushing. I've, I've achieved my goal. So let's do this. Let's do a, a peace out, and we'll see everyone next Wednesday, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is Brandy Shapiro Babin and Gian Wei. Thanks for joining us today.